is uh, what is Thursday, February the seventeenth here, man, and we're uh, cracking away at another episode. The independent thinking Texans, man, rolling. And I sent you Levi a text message the other day. I guess it was yesterday, yeah. telling you I think it was probably close to forty-eight hours ago in Australia. And rest in peace to this guy. You know, in no way do you try to make a uh, make a deal out of someone's demise in any way. You know, and he has like family and friends and stuff, so you don't want to uh, make make any any type of light of that. But. Uh, there was a brutal shark attack off of in Sydney, Australia, right. and you know we both have been into nature. Uh, I always, you know, really fascinated by nature, and uh, you know they had some film and and a lot of eyewitnesses to the attack, and it was like just cra- one of those crazy, definitely rare, but crazy right. attacks, you know, on a person, and. Uh, we watched the video, the uncut video of it, man, and just, uh, what do you kind of think about it, just watching it? <laughs> well, man, I think that, that, you know, like you said, rest in peace to that guy. That's that's just, that's a terrible thing, you know. And, you know, uh, when I was watching the video, because when, you know, you, you told me about it, and I, and I found the video before they started taking them all down. Yeah. And, uh, man, my heart just sunk, really, as I watched it, you know. I mean, that's yeah. that's just a unthinkable terrible terrible freaking way to go man yeah you and know, for all the people goodness. that sit there and but, watch uh, that too right yeah no really what do you do yeah, well, nothing. what do you do nothing. you can't do anything yeah. man what are you gonna do jump in the water so you the could throw them a line but they're so far out there you can't yeah I mean well, there's nothing uh, you can do but uh you know Sydney Australia is not exactly unknown for it's uh for it's great white activity you know, I think Sydney, Australia, and and like South Africa, those are pretty much like the hubs for great white activity. And, you know, uh, off the coast of California as well. I know California is also a, yeah. a well, popular I, spot for them. Anywhere really, there's cold greater, deep water. Yeah, Greater Australia. You know, a lot of a yeah. lot of uh, places in Australia. I think even what would it be, Western Australia? Uh, right. Would that be? Is that uh, what, what's that? Is closer to America, like coming in the Pacific? You know. In the oh, in is the that, Pacific, is that heading west? It would be Eastern Australia that would be closest to us. That's in the Sydney. Pacific. That's Sydney. Right. Sydney is Eastern Australia. Western Australia also, you know, probably yeah. has great whites in the same vicinity up the coast, all up the coast as right. well. You know, but uh, that was just man. Man, that was that was really just. Uh, I don't even know what to say about like the as a you know human. I mean? Watching another human go through something like that yeah, it's, is something it's, it's you terrible. feel, you know? Like, you yeah. feel that. You're like, man, I mean, just to put yourself in that those shoes, you know? You're right. just swimming, and then all doing something you've done before, and then all of a sudden... Yeah. No, you know, and it, it's like you were saying before we started filming, you know? It is terrible that, that this guy went out that way, and also that his... This video has just become viral, and everybody's watching him go through this. You know, what I mean, but at the same time, I hope that people take this, like you were saying, take it as a lesson. You know, yeah, for sure. that that you know, not not that you should like never go swimming in the ocean again. Yeah, if you want to, I mean, go but for but it. yeah, but if you want to, you know, I read this article one time. You know, it, it was like uh, the scientific way to to. Uh, to always tell if there's a shark in the water. You know, and it said, go up, touch the water, taste it. Does it taste salty? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a shark in the water, you know. Uh, <laughs> and just realize, you know, when you get in the ocean, especially in certain locations of the ocean, you're no longer top of the food chain. You know, I mean, you, you really aren't. Uh and I'm sure this guy knew that because, I, like you were saying, he was a he was a diving instructor or something. Yeah, like I believe that. I believe so. Something I believe like so. That. He was, he spends a lot of time in the ocean. Yeah, he was no, and, and he swam in the ocean too. I think right. He was and so I'm sure he knew. You know, he, he when you do stuff like that, you got to know. You know that uh, that something like that is always possible. You know, it doesn't happen very often, but but it is possible. Yeah. And uh, no, you know. I, that that I have seen that if, you know if in a few places that's been uh, shared around and 
Uh, it's kind of hard to find the unedited video now. Most of the videos you're going to find are going to have it kind of Yeah, so out. what do you think about that? Are you I, See, I'm a little bit mixed about that because I feel horrible for his family right. and for his friends that could see that video. But at the same time, for the educational purposes, like, do you have a question if sharks will eat people? Do you have a question if, it, uh, you know, shark behavior? I mean, you know, it's it's obvious, you know, like a shark is a wild animal. You know, it's been there for a long time. They've been around for a long time. And they just eat. When they get hungry, they eat. You know, if they're small, they eat fish. Great whites, large great whites like that don't eat fish. You know, they'd rather eat mammals, you know. Seals and uh, and stuff like that. You know, whether we like it or not, you know. And, And this is one thing that I think a lot of times is we seem, as humans... You know, we seem to displace ourselves from the like the natural world, like right. that we're something different than it. When in fact, it's like nah, you know, like the rest of the, the world, the rest of the animal kingdom doesn't see it like that. Right. You can very quickly become part of the food chain. Yeah, and we, well, you yeah. are. You have a hu- oh, yeah. we have a huge role in all the food chains. But if you're out there, you know, you. You can put yourself in situations where you're no longer at the top of that food chain. Right. And one place is the ocean, even with a spear gun, you know? Yep. Like your dad was saying earlier, in the, um, out in the woods, too, man. You go out there with bear, like the real, like the Yeah, you go out and, to the real wilderness. Yeah, anywhere where there's cougars and, and uh, coyotes could probably... I mean, think about if you're out hiking by yourself at night. And you got a pack of coyotes that have been hunting for a couple of days, haven't really found anything. They're hungry. They see you. You're low on yeah. ammo. They take a chance. You know, they might. You don't know. They can take a chance, right? Yeah. I mean, it's no, possible. I mean, Absolutely. you know, if you put yourself in that situation, that's what right. I'm saying. You know, I'm not saying people do, but if you did, it could happen. Right. And and you know, if you go out there and just sleep on the ground with no. You know, with no protection, no weapon or anything like that out in the woods for night after night after night. Man, things are going to investigate you and you're yeah. just, you know, they're not going to care. Yeah, they're you not going to If there's something you. that could eat you, you know, and they're hungry, they're going to they're gonna do it. Or, they're right. gonna elite, or if they're territorial, you know, it's another way. Yep. And, uh, yeah, man, it's just... I think it's educational. So it's hard to say. I'm kind of tied between whether or not they should release. You know, Steve Irwin's video was this way. Mm-hmm. You know, and they did a good job of never releasing that video. I don't video. believe I ever saw the video. Yeah, of that course, was back in, to, yeah. I think that yeah. happened in like 2008. And, uh... Was it? Was it 2008? It was oh, about... To, I know I was man. in like middle school. So yeah. it was about 2008 man. when it happened. But uh, I remember waking up that morning and seeing it on the TV and... At the time, I don't even think, yeah, I didn't have a cell phone or anything like that. All I had was a computer. Man, and, you were crushed. Man, and, right? uh, oh, dude, I, I was absolutely crushed. Steve Irwin was like a childhood hero yeah, me of mine, too. man. Watched him on But Animal even as Club, much man. as I loved him and I loved his family, like, I mean, here's the thing is, and, and he would admit this, I'm sure, is that he probably made a mistake. Right. You know, and if you don't, you know, for educational purposes, man, I mean, wouldn't you want people... You've dedicated your life, quite literally, to teaching people about animals. Right. The do's and the don'ts. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And, and uh, it's, I think it's important for people to at least, you can blur things out, you know, and you can try to respect, but I think it's important to know what exactly people do wrong in those situations or, you know, where, inst- or what the animal may see that, that, that made that different made than attack, other, yeah, yeah than, than other, than other instances, but. Yep. That one right there, man. That is a very sobering experience, even to watch it. And uh, you can there's actually people who were interviewed saying like they they were like they're like throwing up, like they're just like I'm sure, yeah, really you, distraught, you, just, oh, you know, yeah. watching that. We see it on film. They like you know how we always say cameras don't do justice. Right. They were watching this right in front of their face, you yeah. know. Man, that's just a. Uh, Really unfortunate event, for yes. sure. Uh, and uh, definitely a learning experience. I will never go swim in deep water where I could be hunted like that, you know, for sure. Not my cup of tea. Right. Not, now, the mountains and stuff, I'll go I'll go out in. You know, I think I have, you know, on land, we have a bit, you know, we're more quick right. to deal with ourselves. Yeah, yeah, in water, 
especially if something like that gets after you, there's just really not much you can yeah, do about I, it, man. Man, I may not go paddleboarding this year, you know what I'm saying? I'm watching that, like seriously. Because, you know, it didn't even take yeah. something like that to really ruin your life, you know? No, yeah. I, I think I'll still probably go surfing, you know, yeah. when, when I get... You know, I, I go surfing at the at the Gulf of Mexico, so that's... Whew. That's, uh... You know, I'm, I'm not terribly worried about great whites out there. I think bull sharks are probably more on my mind, but it... It's on my mind, you know. Yeah. When I go out there and go and go surfing, I mean, it's always on my mind. You yeah. know, it's got to be. Dude, you know? this would be the you perfect just, time just, for that Willie Nelson. You just song. kind of it, it, it's 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 kind of like on my, you know, on my But if yeah. I don't if I if I don't go surfing, dude, then the sharks win. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is true. If you like to do something, because everything yeah. we do in life has risk. Like this yeah. gentleman, from what I understand, he liked to swim. And you like to be in the ocean, right. and if that's what you care about, well, you're you, you're risking it for the biscuit, you know. You're risking yep. it for something you love, and I, I don't, I don't just. But that's why you don't say, hey, you know, if you want to go swim in the ocean, right. Go, but just know that this can happen. You know what I mean? It's not like you have to question whether or not. Oh, do I don't really know if sharks will eat people, or I don't really right. like. Yeah, sometimes they might swim by you and not, you know, because right. they're not hungry. And as a matter of fact, there's some great videos and stuff of people even swimming with sharks you yeah. know like and and it's, and it's amazing and they have you know we talked about the ball size of felix Baumgartner yeah. jumping on his face I would, I would say that's <laughs> yeah. you know that's pretty much there yeah. too you know but uh, so are you saying boone that shark week has desensitized us to sharks well i don't even think it's just shark week <laughs> i think you really did nail something i think the movie jaws kind of hits on something as well that I think a lot of places that depend on that tourism and stuff, I do believe it's in their interest to squash a lot of these stories and make it seem like there's a question out there like, oh, it's, it is rare. Right. It is rare, okay? But, you know, I mean, know the reality of it. There's a lot that we right. do know about sharks and shark attacks, and there's a lot of information out there of, to, to the, the gruesomeness of some attacks that have existed. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. And so, like, the information is there. That's all I'm saying. It's not that people should live in fear. I don't think that. But at the same time, they should know the truth. It's like, you know, I was listening to a media source talk about this story. And they were saying, so it's really not even Shark Week. And the media source, and, and it's like a media source that's not bad. They're not, like, one of the horrible ones. Right. I think it was an, an Australian, you know. I, I only said Shark Week because... I know that like all, all the, every program I watch on Shark Week, they're always like, they'll always like bring up movies like Jaws, you know, and they're like Jaws. Movies like Jaws have made people afraid of sharks, you know, and then they'll show someone swimming next to a shark and be like, these are majestic, gentle beasts, you know, yeah. <laughs> and they are, and they are, they are. Yeah. they are, they're beautiful, yeah. they're absolutely but they beautiful will, creatures. They, they just but just live. understand yeah. that they have a jaw full of. Sharp teeth. So think about this. And they so, will use them. They are still wild animals. Let's say you're driving, right? But like you just ate. You're not really hungry. And you're just driving along and you pass an HEB. Right? You're like not really likely to stop. Right? Right. Now let's say you're driving and you're freaking starving, dude. And you drive past HEB, which is our grocery store down here in this part of, of the world. Right? Right. And uh, you, you see that H-E-B and you're starving, you got some cash, you're going to stop. Yeah. You know, a large shark is no different than that. They have the same instincts as everyone else, as everything else. Yep. And they have, they don't, I, you know, and, and again, any animal. That's the really the point to that whole thing. And that's why I really yeah. love nature and I have so much respect for it. And I think it's endless, the possibilities. But, uh, like, the, the records are out there. Right, and you can do what you want with it, and I still do go in the water. Like I said, I paddleboard, and yeah. I, I'd surf. I take, I, I'd surf. You know, I, I, it wouldn't change my mind about it. Even right. jet ski in the bay, you know. But uh, I mean, man, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that's a truly, like you said, truly unfortunate event. And uh, sharks are a very large animal. Uh, condolences that to all yeah. involved. Yeah, and for everyone sure. Everyone who knows yeah. that person and uh, and witnessed it. And yeah, all, you know. Hopefully, you know. yeah. Yep. Yeah, but, really crazy. Uh, in other news, you know, there, yeah. there is plenty more to talk about. You know, I think there's a 
Man, what do we got? We got up to the north of us. What's going on to the north of us, man? Yeah. I mean, man, yeah, uh, Justin always... Trudeau has now enacted the... Dude, I thought uh, you were talking emergency. about Oklahoma. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, no, that's a big deal, man. Oh, that's that's a, scary it's, it's for big. Canadians, man. I would, If I would lived in that country, I'd be like... I'd be kind of tripping about that, man. Whoa. Yeah, no, invoking the Emergency Powers Act, which is something that I believe Canada has only invoked twice, and that is for the two uh, world wars, or I'm sorry, three times, for the two world wars, and then also Justin Trudeau's father enacted it when there was Castro? a... Castro? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have seen I saw the memes. memes. I, I saw, saw the memes. It looks pretty damn <laughs> close to me. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm not. I'm not an authority on the subject, but I'm just saying, they have the same eyes. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. similar eyes. <laughs> but Justin Trudeau's father, who I cannot remember his name off the top of my head right now, but uh, he invoked the Emergency Act as well against a uh, French separatist movement, and I think this was back in like probably the '70s or '80s or something like that. Uh, that began bombing places. And so he invoked the Emergency Act for that. So, when it comes to Canada's Emergency Act, you got two world wars, a bombing spree, and truckers honking their horns. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. You know. Yeah, I think they wanted to do this. Have you seen that video of Justin Trudeau? And anyone who hasn't seen this... Should and you know what I don't I don't get involved with like playing game like talking bad about places I I don't know or I don't live. As a matter of fact, I had a friend that lived over in China somewhere and loved it. Yeah. So I don't get my kicks off of like criticizing someone else for what they do. But China has a very di different history than us, and and uh, we have a different history than them. And I respect theirs, but I also love mine and and respect ours. Right. And uh, you know. Hearing Justin Trudeau talk about, he, they were asking him like who he looks up to, what country or what leaders, and he said China. Did yep. you see that? Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Man, if you're, I mean, look. He said he really respects their dictatorship because it gets stuff done. Like, that's not yeah. even about communism or anything. He said dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that to me is like, uh, I mean, he told you everything right there. What else, what else do you need to say about yeah. it? Yeah. You don't need to say anything else about him. I don't care what side of anything you're on. You can be a socialist right. and still take that and say, wait, did he say dictator? You know, that's like, no one wants to hear that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, uh, no one wants to hear that. Well, you know, what do you expect from someone who was groomed by Klaus Schwab? You know, I mean. Dude, what if his dad's name was, group, what if his dad's name was, isn't it? Is it? Isn't it Trudeau? Isn't it Trudeau? <laughs> Man, uh, that'd be dude, great. Did you just it? come up with that on the spot? Yeah, no, I oh, thought like two minutes ago. <laughs> two minutes ago. <laughs> I, got, I was waiting for the perfect time. But it was funny when we were talking about it. You know, I didn't think of it. it was funny. Uh, yeah, man. They, he's, uh, a, he's a real... He's just a real arrogant type of person. Uh, you know, his, his actions show... You know, people are like, how did a person... And again, I am not comparing this to the catastrophe that happened at World War II, okay? I'm not, it's not a comparison. I'm just saying, you hear people ask this all the time. How do people like Hitler, you know, get into power? Like, dude, that guy just said he wants to be a dictator. Yeah. I mean, that he looks up to someone who's a dictator. Oh, yeah. And did you hear what he was saying about the, uh, the unvaccinated and how, like, how much longer are we going to tolerate these people or something like that. I, that I'm paraphrasing there. That's yeah. not the exact quote, but uh, pretty much to that, to that uh, extent, you know, to that point of just like creating a, a second class of, of, of civilians, you know, yeah. a second class of citizen. And I, I, it's I dangerous think, rhetoric. I think they, I think I, I like that they call this the trucker movement that's going on. And I think that it has spread for sure. But that's what I'm saying is I think it's much more than truckers at this point, too. Like, I've seen, uh, I saw this clip and of all types of people coming out and calling for, you know, like, even lawyers coming out and, and at, you know, 
trying to get more people to say, hey, let's not go along with this. You know, let's, you know, you heard about, I know you heard about even the like tow truck drivers not wanting to enforce, but I, I think people, st look, if you love, if you even respect, they always, people always say it, I always hear it, a threat to democracy, a threat to democracy. This is more than a threat. This is the nail in it right here right. If, if for your democracy. Because here's the thing about this type of, this this emergency powers, like the, the present one that they have enacted now, uh, he, this they will not let this go. He will not, he's not going to give this up. He They will use this in every which way they can forever to try to keep power. He just said it. He said it. That's what dictators do. Do you know what I'm doing? Say so he's like fine with this power. This is the way. This is his worldview. Right. You can't let people like this be in charge, man. And the way that they're handling it too. Again, I'm gonna just say it again. I don't care if you believe in it or not, or if you believe in the cause, or think they should go home. To say that they're like violent and and oh, it's, and it's, it's 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 they really should be uh, applauded for how well that they have actually kept peaceful. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they've done a really good job, right. like in that. Well, especially you know, just all of the people in Canada, like like participating. You know what I mean? Oh, look at this! Hold on, we got some breaking news here. We got some okay, actually well, breaking let's, news let's right, right here on the show. Breaking news on the on, live on the Independent Thinking Texas. Okay, here we go. All right. man. From BBC News, police arrest leaders of trucker convoy. Oh, that is man. the headline of the audit. And I have not read this yet. We're, we're getting this live, okay? Okay, from BBC. Let's go real time. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Tamara Litch, I, I hope I'm not slaughtering that name, uh, was arrested on Thursday evening after Chris Barber was held with both expected to be charged criminally. Uh so, I mean, I expected this. Okay, yeah, I actually here's, here's expected this, this And here's why I expected yeah. this, is because we got a weekend coming up. This would be, like, what, the third consecutive weekend this has gone on? Mm -hmm. And the crowds always show up on the weekends for any sort of protest. Doesn't matter if it's left or right or in the middle, it doesn't matter. Crowds are going to be bigger on the weekends. Uh, and so I actually, I, I was expecting this, especially after... Trudeau enacted the emergency powers that they would begin to move in and arrest people now because they can't let this weekend. Yeah, I come. was gonna say, I was gonna ask you, and I'll set this up to you, not just this weekend, but because I, I think this is going to be a multiple step process. I don't think either side doesn't look like uh, they're going to bend, right? You know, and I, as a matter of fact, one side will bend if they just come to the table, you know, and do the things they're asking. That's the way I see it, but. Uh, you know, people could see it differently, but either way, neither side seems like they're going to bend. Where does this go? Uh, where do you think this goes, man? You know, where do you think? How far do these emergency acts get taken? How far are the are people in the quote unquote trucker convoy or in the you know in the in the well, protest side? How far are they willing to take it? You know, like I don't know. You know, where could I, you I, see uh, this go? I think that it will most likely, that if they really do move in and start to bust people up and arrest people and stuff like that, I think that, man, and you know, I, I, it, it could either go, I mean, things could get violent, or people could start to pack up and go home, and this could be, you know, I mean, uh, things could have taken a much more violent turn on January 6th, but January 7th, all was quiet, you know, uh... And I think that I think that most likely this will end up getting busted up, and Canada will use it like Washington has used January sixth, just as another piece of their rhetoric that they can use to for further action. You know. Yeah, again, but here's the uh, thing: is how much farther they're going to use this politically? Anybody? How much farther can that even go? You know, like do you think this movement? is bigger than January 6th. Do you think there's more people from more sides of the political spectrum behind yeah, the base no, I, of yeah, this there movement? Are, there are. Yeah, On January absolutely. 6th, you pretty much had strictly right-wing right you know, Trump supporters. Yeah. You know, I don't think you probably would have found very many... That was a political to, rally. You know, yeah. This is a social movement, is the way I see this. Right. And it's not getting looked at like that. They're trying to put it into some political thing. I don't think it is. 
You know, I think but, it really is. And we might have talked about well, this earlier. Well, I'm just in saying, like, in, in the Canadian Parliament, it's getting talked about with the same rhetoric as, oh, like, yeah. January 6th. Oh, uh, yeah. And that, I just think that there's just no representation. But even, even the Parliament is beginning to turn on, on Justin Trudeau. In yeah. fact, there was damn near a fistfight on the floor of the Canadian Parliament just the other day because Justin Trudeau compared some senator... I believe it was a Jewish yeah, uh, woman. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah and, he's, and he said, well, you're siding with Nazis, pretty much is what he said. And yeah. there was there was some commotion on the floor of Parliament yeah. that day. Yeah, and I think, yeah. you know, again, I mean, the way that they do government seems to be a little different than ours, where their prime minister comes and faces, you know, the House or right. whatever it is, you know, the Parliament, you know, as to where ours stays secluded and separate, you know, which is okay, I'm, you know, whatever your system is, but... The integrity and, and respect for the system is what's really important, and all has been lost. And uh, I just don't see them gaining it back. Like, you know, I mean, th this doesn't this doesn't end well. Do you know what right. I mean? Like, all roads point to this not ending well. They're gonna they're going to harass these people at all costs. Like, if you've been involved with this and you give up, you've you've you haven't backed yourself into a corner because I think you've stood for something that you believe in, and, and I think that you have to realize right now that they are going to harass you. Right. You know what I mean? Say so they're going to use these powers oh. against well, people, and they are going to do things that that we're going to be like, "What the hell are they doing?" But we, you can expect that, man. They've already begun to, yeah. to uh, seize bank accounts in Canada. In fact, there was a, uh, uh, and separate from the bank accounts thing, there's speaking of like hazing and stuff. I don't know if you heard about the uh, the hack that released the list of people who donated to the truckers GoFundMe, or uh, I, I, maybe it wasn't. Oh GoFundMe. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where they hacked their information, right? And they released this list. Well, there was a business owner, I believe in Ontario, who was on that list and began receiving threats. At their business, calls threatening her employees and stuff like that. She sent her employees home uh, for their safety, and she came out and she publicly apologized for donating to the uh, to the GoFundMe for the truckers, saying, "Oh, I didn't realize what I was what I was funding and stuff like that." She said she didn't realize what the rally was going to turn into. It's like. Man, come on! You can't you can't apologize in those sorts of situations. Yeah, like whatever. You can't tell me you didn't realize what the truckers were gonna do. It was a, it was pretty proclaimed. You know, it, it was a pretty like, here's what we're doing. You know, and he and that's exactly what they did. They didn't do anything. They didn't say they were gonna do. You yeah. know, and to say that oh, I just didn't realize what I was funding. It's like, no, come on. Like we, we everybody knows. That you're only apologizing because of you know because of the you threats. Want to go back to normal, you want to go back to normal. But the thing is, she's talk about backing yourself into a corner. That's exactly what she's done now because the people who were threatening her aren't just going to be like, oh, okay, everything's cool now. You know, yeah, they're going to be yeah, like, hey, change your name yeah, of your restaurant. Yeah, thanks. To the, you know, yeah. And, but but at the same time, she's now lost the respect of the people who might have supported her. Yeah. Had she stood her ground. You know, it's but, a, it's but a, it's all a, of this, a, all of this for illegal activities, you know, of doxing people and their donations. So you shouldn't even yeah. be doing that. You should be protecting people's privacy. You know, but this is again, you know, this is call it what you will. I mean, it's not violent warfare, but this is this is uh, these are sanctions, man. These are massive sanctions on your own people. And uh, I just don't think that, I, as a matter of fact, and I said this a minute ago, I mean this in no disrespect. You've backed yourself into a corner. I don't, you know, I don't mean that right. as a disrespect to people who stand up for what they believe in, but you are given an ultimatum here. But look on the flip side of that. You know, the government and what, what they've done here, they've put their entire country and, and all of the, I mean, They've really put their entire country in a really bad spot, in a really unsafe spot, uh -huh. and, you know, by not just coming to the table and saying, okay, we overshot COVID here. We're going to lift these mandates and we're going to move on. And the reason they don't want to do that is because it's become a machine. Yep. It's become a, a, a machine for them of power and greed and corruption to be able to utilize certain things 
and take more and shift the world the way they want to shift it more and the way that their idea, you know, their ideology fits and shit, you know, and that's why I think this is so important and we would be here in Texas talking about this is because we have so many fucking winter Texans from Canada. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but for real, it's because this is a worldwide issue, I think, in that way. is like we're all facing these powerful, you know, corporation-slash-government mixtures that's really trying to enforce their way on everybody's country. You know, I think we all kind of share that sentiment. Is like they're trying to, like, drive the way that the future... Like, they're not letting shit free flow, you know? Right. Like, they're, they're trying to control things. And I think we, you know, there's a massive resistance to that, obviously. Yep. And I don't see that going anywhere. You know, I, I, I don't see that going anywhere, man. I mean, people at this point, there are a lot of people who don't have anything left to lose. As long as you keep not responding to people, you know, what do you think they're going to do? I mean, do you think that if you go right now and you send all these truckers home and you don't, and you give them... You take away their jobs and you see, seize their stuff. What what's going to happen to them? Where are they going to go? What's going to? Yeah. Are they going to just disappear? Are they going to float away into the clouds and become <laughs> raindrops later? You know, hell no, dude. They're they're going to be people who are frustrated, and they're going to continue. You know, and yeah. whether or not you can kick the can down the road, you're going to have to face this issue. You can't just force people force people's hand like this. You know, and whether it's now or whether it's five years from now remains to be seen. But it's a dangerous spot they're in, and, and like I do know, seriously, I do have friends that are that really do live in Canada, and from all different viewpoints. And I don't like they're all good people, you know. And I right. I hate to see their country going through it, but I do I I have to respect people for standing up, yeah, for being forced to do something they don't want to do. I don't want to take your vaccine. I don't want my kids to have to take it, and I'm tired of my kids wearing masks, and I'm tired of you making me, and I'm tired of you telling me that I have to do these things. And, you know, I just want to live my life and work, and I can completely understand it. I I completely get it. <laughs> so, man, it's crazy though, man. That's that's this situation is not going to go away. I don't think. Like, I don't think you're going to arrest a couple of truckers and and this go away. I think you're going to instigate and fan flames uh there's a guy named jordan peterson and a yeah. lot of half people love him you know some people hate him because they say he's just some right wing nut i i i love people who are willing to critically think so i'll definitely listen to him when he speaks and hear what he has to say right but he said something interesting a little while back a few days ago and came out directly to the truckers and said you're gonna have to make a decision right now you know you Right. You've done a really good job of being nonviolent. That's gonna get that's gonna get much harder as this process goes on, and you have to realize that like you have made some small differences in your movement. You have had a good voice, and people do, like I think in large part support you. Right. A lot of people do, but moving on, that could change. Basically, saying you know right. I don't I don't know exactly what he said, and I think that that's a very rational way of looking at at it right now like how far are you going to take is you know are you're not going to take it all right now i mean how far are you willing to take this they will probably put people in the streets and hunt these people down if they had if they if they would, could find people to do it yeah do I you mean, know what it, i mean like they'll do that those leaders are that sick they'll do that they'll go that far yeah i have no doubt listen to what they say yeah. you know what i'm saying they'll do it so uh, here's Here's something to think about. I was thinking about this just the other day. You know, this is just a thought experiment here. All, all theoretical. Uh, let's say Canada really cracked down. Let's say their government really just lost its mind and started really persecuting people and stuff like that. And it, it did become possibly violent. And maybe you ended up with something... Like a Canadian Revolution, right? But the people of Canada are not as well armed as Americans. You know, they just aren't. They, they, there are guns in Canada. I'm not saying that the, the Canadians aren't armed. They just don't have quite the uh, firepower that Americans have. <laughs> we'll we'll say that, right? Uh, what would you know? What do you think 
if some a violent revolution or conflict or whatever you want to call it was to break out in Canada, how do you think the United States would respond? Oh man, that's just uh, well, to the I north. Think, I think it, I think in in multiple ways because we're fractured too. So yeah. I think like the 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 establishment would defend the Canadian government, but the people would support the people. And you highlight is an interesting issue here. And and again, when I say hunt people down, I don't mean go hunt people down like animals. Right. I yeah, mean I seize their bank see, accounts. Yeah. Take their like you're Persecute gonna make yes. Like yeah. but again and this persecution is, this is happening is, already. You might as well be hunting people down in the streets when you start persecuting them to that extent. Exactly. Like like you're wishing okay. bad things upon yeah. them at this point, right? Like really bad things. And that there's just that's already happened now. That's what this is going on. And I think it's also possible that the parliament may redirect this. Uh, you know, because it is probably very unpopular, you know, but it, who knows what will happen, but I mean, that's what's attempted to being done right now, man. I mean, that is what they are. And and again, the United States, I mean, you would have all types of things, you know, all types of different angles coming from here. But again, I think all of the countries are battling the same thing. And that is, and it's actually the right way to direct our frustration. And I don't mean in a violent way, but, but quit directing it at each other and quit, quit directing at, at each other's movements right. and hating each other's movements and, and hating each other. They are the problem. That class of saying they like dictators and they all do business together and we know they don't make deals. They don't, they don't do things for the people. They go and make backroom deals and we all know it and all of them do it from all the established countries. You know, and like how long do we really let that shit keep going on? Right. Before we stand up and say we will just gather and just stop going to work. We'll just stop. We'll stop paying our taxes. We'll just stop. Because yeah. you can't do anything if we do. And then and then and then what if enough people like and this is very possible that you might have police officers in Canada that say, you know what? Enough's enough. I'm I'm putting my gun down right now and standing with these people. Yeah, we'll turn on. We're we're going to turn our attention towards the capital and all stand together in unison, and stand here at y'all and let y'all figure it out. Y'all are the ones that need to figure it out. The people we don't need to fight each other, right? You know. And if that happens, I mean, you could have one of the greatest awakenings of humankind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Really? And again, I think every movement. I don't think it's all glory. I think you're going to have corruption in all movements, no matter where it goes. Right. And you're going to have to have corrections, but society can't keep going like this yeah. with these people and in, in, in this direction that that's that is obvious for so many people that have look at the homelessness look at right. the people living with not all not only are they homeless a lot of them do it because they've just lost hope that is like that's even worse yep do you know what i mean that's like another phase of it like like used to people were homeless because they got onto a hard time and they had to try to find a way out. Now it's just people just never even get started, you know? Pretty much. You know? I mean... That's poor policy. That's poor leadership in a lot of ways in the way that our society is developed today. Right. They're, that's really what to point to in that, in that regard. You know, they... <clears throat> yeah. In every walks of life, you know? Even well, with Mr. Isn't That Trudeau, you know? Is <laughs> You know, when it comes to a, a unified revolution like that, you know, I, I I really hope that that Canada can pull something like that off. You know, that they can really confront their government and and get some real change done peacefully. You know, that's how change should be done: is peacefully and voluntarily. It's the only and, way it can be truly done. That's right, the only exactly. way you can truly capture the, exactly. the hearts and minds well, of the, people. You know, and that's the violence. That's but you know, that's also the hardship of. Truly unified revolutions, you know. I mean, even even the uh, American Revolution. You know, a lot of people in Canada can actually trace their ancestry to American Tories from the Revolution, who, after the Revolution was won, caught so much hazing and bullshit from their patriot neighbors that a lot of them packed up and moved to Canada, which was still royal British at the time, right? 
Uh, you know, I mean, no revolution is without its divisions and, you know, I mean, but basically every revolution is really at its heart a civil war, you know. The, the, the same can be said for the American Revolution. Same can be said for any revolution. Uh, and when it comes to the uniting, you know, getting the people united, if you can do it peacefully and you can, and you can truly pressure your government to back off of the uh, regulations and stuff that it was trying to do, you know, then that's all well and good. But unfortunately, so many times, revolutions take place... And the party that, see, there's always two aspects of a revolution. You know, there's the people who truly just want to get the revolution done so they can live their lives and just be left alone. And then there's the people who want to get the revolution done so they can put their ideologies into power. Yeah. Right? You know, that that's the problem. And, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I know I'm preaching to the choir with you and probably to anyone who's listening to this podcast with this well, one, maybe, you know. maybe not. But, yeah, uh, maybe not. Right. But no, it is, know, but it is true. It is know, definitely It's something true. you really have to be wary of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? And watching yeah. like radical, radical movements trying to creep in and take over, you know, any progress that you're making. Yep. And, uh, you know, again, the other side trying to instigate violence as well and propagate violence within your camps of your movement, you know, that right. happens as well. And you have to be able to Stay calm in those situations, you know. Remain, remain true to the cause, man. It's it's a it's a tough thing, but yeah. Now what you said too about that is like every revolution is basically a, a major civil conflict. Yep. Basically, a ma- major civil war is what it's always been a lot in history, right? Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, we've talked about it a lot on this show, and I don't want to rehash it too much again. But you know, fracturing is always another real possibility, even with yeah, Canada. Even with Canada. You know, is fracturing up and saying, you know what, we, you know, this is a, a, unbelievable. It's out of control. Yeah. If you want freedom, move to this. Yeah, move to Alberta. Province. Yeah, wherever or, uh, it is. Yeah, know, whoever I decides. Believe Alberta, I've heard, has actually dropped all of its uh, restrictions. and and. Yeah. Uh, but I believe Alberta is also one of the lesser populated provinces of Canada. Yeah. You know. Uh, so, so you know, they can probably afford to be a little bit more lax and stuff like that yeah. out there, you know, well, with the policies. If you're anything but, like us, that's probably not the worst thing. No. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? I'll tell you what, yeah. Sounds to me like if I'm moving to Canada, going to Alberta. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there was someone else that I've quoted before on this show, and again, we I don't look at anyone. Like, I try to listen to as many people as I can, and some people I find interesting more than others, but... I have uh, come across a guy named Gerald Salente, and we've talked about mm-hmm. him on here before, but he has always said something else. One of the other things he has always said is, when all else fails, they take you to war. Oh, yeah. And right now, with the way things are going, you know, they, they continue, you know, you really got to be wary. Remember, you know, there is a military machine out there that just waits to make income, you know? And it doesn't always matter. I think they are fine with it not being on their own people. I think that's where the conflict is. And that's where it's like, I, I have a hard time seeing the army come in there and start right. messing with their own people. I, I It could happen. I could be wrong. But I have a hard time really seeing. I think that would be so conflicting for so many people. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they are humans behind those uniforms. You know right. I mean? Got to remember that. But will they go to Ukraine? Hmm. That's not America. But see, here's the thing too, Levi. And and again, preacher to the choir probably. But it's just something interesting to say. Is like, remember all these countries that get crazy and they try to like... Like they're trying to like invade people to the point where it just gets annoying to the world. Like how far does that go with America before the world just says, Dude, stop your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you're instigators. Like you're. Like how much? How many more conflicts do we get away with before? You know we we're not really that safe here, anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we've we've taken it way too far. I would argue a long. I would argue the first one, but but history will be what it will be. Right. You know you can't change that. Well, 
I think that uh, what happens with Ukraine will really be a tell for the future of America's military empire over the world. You know, a lot of people don't like to say America is an empire, and it might not technically fit the Webster dictionary definition of an empire, but. Uh, I mean, it has a financial it, it spider web. It has like a an empire. Its financial spider web is all over the world. Yeah, it is an empire. I don't care. Financially, what it is. Yeah. Look at their money. Militarily as yes, well. Absolutely. Look how many, you know, Goes hand I mean, in hand. Come on. Yes. Yeah. But uh, so for anyone who has not, you're ca- like thinking uh, about it right now. With, it is a fucking empire. Ukraine. Oh, it's an empire for sure. <laughs> okay. So for anyone who hasn't kept up with what's going on with Ukraine right now, it's all. Man, you know, just the other day we talked about an empire in purgatory. And what's going on over there is just... Man, it's just highlighting that all the points we brought out the other day. So for anyone who doesn't know, yesterday was supposed to be the day World War Three kicked off. Okay? For the past, like, week they've been saying, it's going to be Wednesday. Wednesday, Russia is going to cross over... Tanks are going to move on Kiev, they're going to shell it with artillery, and they're going to take the city, and it's going to be on. Wednesday, it's all going to start, right? Well, Wednesday was a quiet day. I didn't see any mushroom clouds on the horizon yesterday. Thank God. Thank God. God. You know? Uh, Nothing happened. And apparently, uh, Putin claims that they have begun to pull troops back from the Ukrainian border and lessen their forces. They claim that it was all a military drill that they do every year. And if you think about it, I, I mean, it seems like just about every year, once a year, you hear about, like, you know, Russia has put troops on the Ukrainian border. Yeah. Oh, there's going to be war in, in one week, you know. Every year we hear something like this. And this year they're just really ramping it up, you know. Uh, but the United States is claiming that, no, no Russian troops have left the Ukrainian border. In fact, they have reinforced their troops at the Ukrainian border. The United States is saying the opposite. That they have yeah. actually reinforced the Ukrainian border. No, it didn't happen yesterday. But there, it's, it, it's, gonna, it's still going to happen. Biden well, says I would, I would he trust... can sense that it's going to happen. I, and... would, I would lean to trust them. And the reason is because Iraq had weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> And ties to Al Qaeda, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's why I would tend to believe them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't, they don't bullshit. No, you know, never. You know, uh, uh, that's horrible. And so, sorry, George W. <laughs> no, <laughs> not sorry. Actually, no. I mean, if it's true, now believe it. I don't have any intel on the situation. I have no. Eyes on what's going on over there myself. I don't know whether there's fewer or more Russian troops on the Ukrainian border. Maybe it's just the same amount that there was last week on the Ukrainian border. Who knows, right? Uh, But if if Putin did pull troops back, and if if that's true, that what he's doing is true, I mean, what a way to just completely discredit NATO and the United States and... All of the, I mean, these these powerful institutions that for the past two weeks have just been screaming that there's going to be war, 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 war. That's all you've heard about for the past two weeks. And then Putin's just like, pull them back. Yeah, oh, we're out of here, guys. We'll see you later. Kind of a G move. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what a what a what a drop the mic freaking move, yeah. dude. Like, you know, like, just show like, the world. Hey guys, go on vacation. <laughs> Post pictures of it. You know. You know. No, oh, I wonder. Believe I wonder me, what the we, Ukraine we could be wrong. We could eat our words on this podcast next week and say, "Oh my God, we were totally wrong." They've taken Kiev and everything's to go into shit. Who knows? You know, I would I'm still not, argue I'm though still, that it's not. It it's not our. Yeah, it's not I feel bad. I'm sure there's people in Ukraine who probably don't, who probably are pro-Russian, and there's probably some who aren't. Oh, there's plenty who are pro-Russian. Yeah, so I think that it's 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 a hard thing, and it's a, it's a, but it's. It's their conflict. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I, that's where it's like the United States should really, in our best interest, to pay way more attention to what's going on in Canada and right. other places, you know, uh, close to us here. 
and ourselves, ourselves, really, you know, that's, that's number one, but no, nah, man, that's a, that's a very serious situation. I know you've talked about it. You've brought it up for like, since it's been in the new cycle at all. And, right. and, and, uh, you know, we're, we both liked Ron Paul, you know, and he was big on foreign policy and that's, I didn't even know what that word, that phrase meant before Ron Paul, I guess really, you know, being yeah. young. Right. Uh, but you know, foreign policy is a big one because that's your connection as a as a as a society to the rest of the world. You know, and and the way that you treat other people is very important. Uh, like as a just an individual, but also as a society and and how you're viewed in the world. Yep. And our view in the rest of the world, I don't know how most people view America, but I'm sure a lot of people view it much more cynical and worse than they used to. Oh yeah. You know, absolutely, and not everybody does, and and I don't think they should. I, there's good parts and bad parts. I wish they would hope people don't focus on the bad parts too much, but man, we well, we have a lot of things to fix here. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, see, that's the problem though with America's foreign policy is that that's all they have to focus on is the bad parts. See, the Iraqi kid who's getting American bombs dropped down on his house. He doesn't have a fucking McDonald's down the street. Yeah. To go be like, oh wow, look at how fucking look at how great America is. Yeah. Like no, all he knows of America is soldiers and bombs and warfare and fucking violence Fake, and killing death. their family. Yeah. That's all they. I mean, yeah. you know, and I mean, you know, not to say that. I'm sure there's been humanitarian efforts by the soldiers over oh, there. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Sure. I'm not. I'm not saying that like the soldiers are just going over there and murdering people. That's not what I'm saying. But that the people, that's all they, you know. The, the, There's a the, lot the of collateral aspect, damage. Yes, yes. The worst aspects of our foreign policy is what those people see. All through, you know. Oh, look, hey, look, look no further, Levi, look at this. Remember in Afghanistan when everyone was pulled out and then like a week goes by or however long it was, there was a drone strike on what they thought was a... A hot house for this new. Mm-hmm. What did they call them? They call it some terror. What did they call the terrorist I, organization? I, I, some I stupid name. Yeah. Some, it, you know, it really is fucking childish. They come up with some, you know, Agent Six, you know, new yeah, terrorist group. Like some that. bullshit. It wasn't that, but it was something stupid like that. Right. Completely crazy. They ended up bombing like fifteen kids, all people innocent, people with a drone strike. And, at, and, man, they hid that shit for months. They hid it. Like, we're investigating. We're investigating. But yeah. finally, it was forced to come out. They, they killed no one who was a terrorist. You know, no one had a bomb. There was no secondary explosion, like they all said, right there in real time. Yeah. I think even Silent P said it herself. <laughs> you know, there was a... We know there was a secondary explosion. No, there wasn't. There was cases of water. You know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous, man. And, and, like, that's only one instance. Yep. And, uh, it, man. And see, the thing is. That's unacceptable. People, people will, yeah, exactly. People will call that, oh, that's collateral damage. You know, you got to think about the greater good of what we're doing over there, yeah. you know. It's like, no, dude. No. No. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, don't give, I don't care how many fucking schools you built. I yeah. don't care. It doesn't justify just that one instance. Yeah. None of it justifies that. Those, those schools do really right. good when you kill the kids. Yeah. You know, like that can't happen. I agree with you, man. Yeah. Humanitarian efforts, you know, going over and really trying to put something into people. I Man, I'm all for that. I'm, yeah. I, I think there's a place for that in a civilized society that has the fortune that, we've, that we have endured here right. and come into, you know, and fought for from all walks of life that have been here, you know? But, you know, when it comes to that warfare, man, like, yeah, I, I just don't know, man. Not, not, not like that. Yeah. Not like that. It's not, it's not worth it, you know. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about that gentleman off the coast of Sydney who got attacked by a shark and rest in peace to him. Well, rest in peace to those people. What did they, you know, we're all people, you know, yeah. like, that's the thing that it does, you know, you, you they they try to they try to manipulate you to believe that you're like at war with these people and they're not really like the same as you and you, you know it's like such propaganda 
You know, you shouldn't look at people like that, I don't think, in my opinion. Right. I don't like to look at people like that. And uh, that, that war machine and that mentality, I, I hope, one day becomes far outdated. You know, from our country's standpoint, we stop viewing the world like that and treating people like that. And and I really hope this issue in Ukraine is bogged down by public, just right. the public just really standing up and saying no way, yep. in every which way. And, and I think that's probably going to happen. You know, I mean, even the Ukrainian president, he invited Biden. He said, Biden, please come. Come over, you know, come see for yourself, you know, that... We're not here all ducking in cover just waiting for the Russians to walk in any moment now. You know, it's it's not happening. I know? do, I and do, I, I do believe this. Let me let me ask you this real quick because I'm just really curious to see what you'd say. Let's say that Biden does something. Do you think that could spark protest and like a movement in the U.S. anti-war where both sides kind of come together? Oh in yeah, the anti-war. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think that the. Uh, I think the American people are pretty over all of our foreign conflicts. You know, I think that 80 years, 80 solid years of foreign wars from Korea to Afghanistan to possibly Ukraine now is enough, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, come on. When does it end? How long? Are we supposed to just do this world police action and get involved with everybody's shit? You know, I think that, at least I hope, that most people are pretty over that. Now, that's not to say that if war was to break out, if real war was to break out, especially because in this case, see, here's what would be different about this case is that you're not going to war with the Taliban. You're going to war with Russia. Okay? That would involve a congressional declaration of war. A quote-unquote constitutional war. You know? I think that that point might sway some people if Congress was to do it and had the consent of the states because that's, that is... In the Constitution, there's a whole process for constitutionally going to war, you know. What is this? Uh, Hold on. What is this? You keep saying this, this, consti- this Constitution. What is this Constitution? I know, yeah. Of? Yeah, it's this old thing that, that, that nobody talks about anymore. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> uh. You know. Uh, and the last time America you actually constitutionally went to war was World War Two. you know. Uh and I think that that would probably sway a few people, just the fact that it would be a constitutional war. <laughs> At least it would be a constitutional war for once in 80 years. Uh, probably a more, but... but <laughs> yeah, no. You know, in some parts, I think constitutional in that way. But probably not all the bullshit that's led us up to that point. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, remember when they overthrew... Remember when all this stuff went on with the elections in the Ukraine in 2014 and all that? It always takes years for these things to play out, too, you know? That's yep. always one thing. And, uh, yeah, well, you know, it's just an interesting, uh, it's an interesting time. We say this every damn episode, but that's why we do this, I feel like. It, it lets us vent a little bit and, uh, and speculate, you know, and have a little fun with it. Not that it's really that fun, but, I mean, damn, what are you going to do? You either laugh about it or you fucking cry about it. So you, yep. uh, you know, but it lets us speculate. And I mean, like, you know, what I mean by have a little fun with it is, like, let us kind of just, you know, yeah, see where it may go or think about where it may go. <clears throat> and those are the th- kind of things we talked about covering. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about by any chance? Or? Well, I'm going to do something we haven't done in a long time. I'm bringing it back for this episode and this episode alone. Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll do it again next week. Who knows? Uh, yeah. All right. Unpredictable. Movie of the week. All right, man. All right. Movie of the week, right? Let's little, do it. We'll yeah. end this episode on a light note. I went and saw over the weekend Jackass 4 ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, long time Jackass fan here, yeah, by the me way. Too. Yeah, me I too. mean, come on. I'm pretty, pretty much everyone our age 
grew up with Jackass. We all yeah, and even that a few years ago, Steve-O jumped off of the uh, the Riverwalk yeah. bridge. Yeah, man. did a backflip off. Yeah, of well, I was yeah. down with the free Steve-O hashtag, dude. Yeah. You yeah. know, what the, are you kidding me? Yeah. Don't well, even Steve-O. mess with him. Like, are you kidding Damn, me? dude, he was it's, nice it's enough just, to come to your it's city. Just Steve-O doing a backflip off a bridge. Like, that's, that's what like, Steve-O does. That's like Steve-O saying... I respect your river wall. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We should be honored. They should put yeah. a plaque like Steve-O did a backflip yeah. off this They should this put a statue up of Steve-O right there so in a couple of generations they can tear that bastard down too. <laughs> no. no, man. Uh, I saw Jackass 4. I got to say, it was just as good as any other Jackass really? movie if you ask me. <laughs> Uh, one critical element, though, was missing. I will say this. Uh, there was no Bam Margera. Bam Margera was missing from this whole Yeah, and knowing uh, about movie. the... Knowing about... Do you know the story about... I know about me? what's going on with Bam. Yeah, I know he's got a restraining order with Jeff Tremaine right now. Yeah, so that's I mean, like... That's like... that. Just hearing that makes it sad. Like, because yeah. you see, like, Ryan Dunn's not there anymore either. And obviously that's sad, too. But like the way that Bam is out of it is a bummer because you would right. like to see it all work and them to be able to to get yeah. to to get it done, you know. And the fact, you know, and, and and the sad fact is there probably won't be another Jackass movie. Oh no, that's I it. don't know. Yeah, I said I that after that's... Jackass three, though. I said that after Jackass. The only 3. way I think there's another Jackass movie is if they're like. In their like seventies, you know, they're like, "Fuck it, dude, we're old. This could be funny. We're old men. Let's say that we never, you know, that might be the only way you ever see another one." I think. I I do think, if this one does really well, I fear that they might try to push another one. But I don't want to see that, man. Again, you you know, yeah. you got to watch it. They they really consolidated the market for a while. You right. know what I'm saying? Like they are. I mean, uh, well, they overran the market with that for a while. There's a lot of it. You know, I was saying this about it because the other day someone was asking me, you know, what I thought about it after I saw it. And I was like, like I said, it was just as good as any other Jackass movie. The thing about Jackass is as long as they are willing to make them, they can continue to make them. And, and it's not like they have any sort of storyline to continue. Yeah. You know, it's not like they have any loose ends to tie up with anything. Yeah, what it's stunts just, can you do and who's yeah. willing to do them? It's, you know, I mean... I do like when they like, they have the, uh, they have Francis Ngannou, he's uh, the he- the world heavyweight champion for the UFC. Yeah. And they tell uh, Aaron that it's just some uh, lightweight, mm-hmm. you know? Some lightweight fighter is going to come punch you in the nuts, you know? You've that seen part? that? No, I just saw that clip. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, yeah, you, that was on yeah. Jackass. 4. Well, I, I, I'm a UFC fan too, so I saw <laughs> oh, that clip yeah. because of, uh, you know I knew who Francis Ngannou was. Poor Dangerous man. Dude, he, man. T- yo, he takes some shit in Jackass Four, man. No, he always uh, does. He always does. Yeah, yeah. I remember when they put him in the trunk that one time and <laughs> act like he was hijacked? <laughs> That was like one of the most brutal stunts oh, they yeah. ever did to somebody, they, man. They actually used the guy from uh, Super Troopers. Uh, Dang it, I can't remember his name right now, man. The Indian guy on yeah, Super Troopers. Uh, he was hilarious. the cab driver in that stuff. That is man. funny, man. Yeah. That's good, yeah. Uh, okay, well so that's that's your movie of the week. That's the movie though? of the week, yeah. I just I just I wanted to bring that one up, you know. Had to Dang it, man. Had to, you think. know, shout out to the Jackass guys, dude. You know, get they're up there and they're like, what, fifties now they gotta be? Yeah. And still still doing it. Alright, I got one, I'll go with the new one too. Uh well, well, this one's kind of new, but uh, there's a new one coming out in April, and that is the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, uh, like the real, the live more, action. more live action With movie. Jim Carrey. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. by the way, you know, I mean, hate him or love him, dude. Jim Carrey playing that role. Oh, yeah. He, man, he's a talented dude, man, yeah. I thought. And I'm not a huge movie buff again, you know, like, especially nowadays. When I was younger, definitely was more. But uh, nowadays, I don't get to watch too many movies, but my son... Loved Sonic the Hedgehog and wanted to watch the movie. And then, like, my son, about 45 minutes in, because he's a little younger, was, like, kind of, like, done with it. Yeah. But we saw the the preview to the new one coming out in April, and they're introducing Knuckles. Oh, really? Jim Carrey creates Knuckles, basically, to come and counteract Sonic. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so that's kind of, I think that's mine, you know, because I watched it recently with my son, and I was like, 
you know, it's actually a pretty good movie for for the right you know audience. This is, right. I, I like it. You know, I think it's good. So yeah. I'll give that one Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, no, that is a good one. Yeah, your kids have you have you have are you, you seen really it? in charge here? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that? You've seen that one? I, I've yeah. seen. I have not actually seen the whole thing. Yeah, I've seen a lot of it, yeah. but I don't think I finished it. Yeah, yeah. So there we go, man. Well, the one thing I will say, and I'm just gonna put this out there, Canada. This message is for you. Can I finish? Can I finish? Okay. I'm finished. We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.